Hello and welcome to Reader's Book Corner. I'm your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we're discussing The Secret Gift by Bethany Atazada. This is a YA fantasy about Jezebel, who is a djinn, who learned to forgive that she has to keep a secret. When it is discovered by a fellow djinn named Asher, she realizes everything her mother told her was true. Others will try to use you for what your gift can do. So, starting off the discussion, Jezebel lives with her father, who, well, before we get into that, let me just kind of tell you, The Secret Gift is actually, this is the second edition of The Secret Gift that we're discussing today. Um, there is a previous um, edition of the book, but Bethany added more to the story, so this is the newer version that we're discussing today. Um, this is also book one in the Queen's Rising series. So there is, it's so far going to be a trilogy and I can't wait for the second book to come out, especially after I read the end of this one. So now we can get into the discussion. I just want to give that little disclaimer at the beginning. Now, starting off, Jezebel lives with her father who half the time is not present. He sleeps a lot and he makes demands when he's awake. He's really rude, really nasty. She's hoping things will change when she she's hoping things will change, but then she finds out that she has a gift of shape-shifting. Having this gift, she knows it will have to stay hidden. No one can find out. If the gin guards find out what her gift is, they will put her through a severance. And in their world, severance is when they strip you of your gin magic or gift, which is the worst thing that could ever happen to a gin. Once her um, one of her friends comes around and he's talking with her. His name is Asher. And Asher tells her, Jezebel, Simon, Miriam, and their friend, Philippa. I hope I'm saying her name right. Asher has something that he wants to show them. So he takes them to Dalit and they he shows them this portal to the human world. So now they're all trying to decide on if they want to go through this portal into the human world. And they're like, well, the humans can't see us, can't know that we're there. You know, I don't think we should do this. But then, of course, Asher being Asher convinces everybody to go through the portal. And they can go through it, but they can't let the humans know they're amongst them. So they got to stay like hidden. They you know they can snoop around, they can look around, but they can't, they can't interact with the humans to let the humans know that they're there and that they're gin. So this interests all of them. So they're like, okay, well, maybe this will kind of be cool. So let's let's go ahead and do it. So they all go through. Jezebel is the last one to go through because she's like, wait, I don't think we really should be going through with this. But I digress. So she ends up going. So they go through the Dalip portal and they separate and agree to meet, meet back at the Dalip where the portal opening is to return home. So then Jezebel thinks, okay, this is great for me because I can kind of, you know, try my gift out. This gives me a chance to try out my new gift without the gin guard being around and without the gin guards possibly catching me. So this might be a good thing. So she goes and she's trying out her gift, but then she gets trapped inside one of the humans' family home. And she's disguised as the little boy of the house, but the little boy is still outside playing. So when she interacts with her mom, and she can't really talk, but she interacts with the mom and everything, and then the dad comes home with the little boy, and it's like, oh man, because the mom had just laid her down. So she ends up changing into a fly and then a lizard to get out of the house, which I thought was so cool. 
Um, it's kind of a little intense part right there. And I was like, oh my God, how she's going to get out of this house? But then she shapeshifts and she gets out of the house. So she makes, she's making her way back to the meeting spot when uh, a man calls out to her. And so she's talking to him, but she changes her appearance to relate to someone that he would be used to seeing. And then when she's changing back, Asher sees her shapeshift. Man, this is not good <laughs> that he saw her gift. And since he has, he's very curious and he, he wants to see what her, her gift is all about. What can she, what can she do with it? I mean, she's a shape shifter. So this is like really cool. So he's like asking her questions and being very curious about everything. And she's like, oh my God, he's going to tell him, he's going to tell on me. So she's telling me, you can't, you can't tell anybody, you know, nobody can know this. Um, it will ruin my life. It will, it's going to ruin my father's life. So you can't do that. So he's like, oh, yeah, you know, no, your secret's safer with me. So I'm thinking, in the back of my mind, Asher's not being truthful with her. He's probably going to squeal on her. He's probably going to tell on her. But we're going to see how this goes. So then, it's really not good that he saw her shapeshift and that he knows her gift. So it seems like one simple mistake turns into this bigger mistake. And now Asher is basically blackmailing Jezebel to get what he wants. He's like, you know, if you don't do this, then I'm going to, I'm going to tell on you. I'm going to tell the guards. Um, I think they would be, they would want to know, you know, that you're a shapeshifter. So that puts Jezebel in a sticky situation. It puts her in a bad spot. And everyone knows that a servant's will, will happen if you're found out that a gen is a shapeshifter. That's what happened. It's the, it's shape-shifting and their world is the most powerful gift that a gen can have so asher knows this and he's using it to his advantage so it's like okay what is she gonna do how is she gonna stop him from asking her to do things if you know because he's just gonna threaten to tell on her and he's probably gonna tell on her so and and i mean i will say her mom did warn her her mother did tell her you know people will try to use use you that is that's why it's important to keep your 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 secret your gifts secret you got to keep the shape-shifting gifts secret because people will try to use you as much as they can for anything that they want so that's the whole point of her keeping it secret i mean but she didn't know that asher was you know standing there hidden she didn't know that so now asher wants her to do these things that are against the unbreakable laws and in the gen world they have these laws that you can't break but he's specifically asking her to do things that's going to break the unbreakable laws so he does ask her and she's like okay i'm gonna do this once and she does for him but then when she's changing back simon sees their friend simon sees what she's doing so now simon knows that she's a shapeshifter and then there's not too long before miriam and their friend philippa philippa she knows too so now all of them know that she's a shapeshifter, which then leads to them all wanting to see what she can do because everybody's fascinated about this particular skill. So this is not good. This is just not good at all. Asher is, he's like getting out of control. So when he asked her to take some items and, and shape them to what he needs to purchase a specific lamp, um, I think she took like some stones or something and switched them to coins, gold coins, because he wants this specific lamp and he's trying to buy this lamp before anybody else gets it. And so she's like, okay, this is the last time. So she helps him with this. 
Um, but Jezebel also sees an opportunity to get him off her back with this particular task that he's asked her to do. She doesn't really want to do it, but she sees this as an opportunity. And to make sure that none of them try to use her again, she's like, okay, I can do this. I can do this, set this up this way, and then Asher will be in a world of trouble. He'll be off my back, and then I won't have to worry about it. So she sets up this whole situation. <laughs> And she's thinking, okay, this is my way. This is my way out. This is my way to get Asher to stop asking me to do things. So she sets up the, the whole plan. And I'm like, okay, this is going, this might actually work. This might actually work if she does this. So I was excited that she was thinking of ways to stop them from kind of taking advantage of her, which to me, that's what they were doing. Um, not not so much as Simon and Miriam and their um, Philippa, but mainly just Asher. I just wanted her to do something where Asher would have to just let things go. So that's what she does. Now, I will say I like the way Jezebel switches things up on him. And I'm glad she realizes that he was just basically bullying her into doing what he wanted her to do, which I didn't think was fair and I didn't think it was right. Um, it's just sad that the other friends were somewhat of collateral damage in the whole situation. I mean, it was like, I wish they wouldn't have found out and she only had to deal with Asher, but, um, that's just not how things go. So I just think that they shouldn't have had to be collateral damage, but it is what it is. Then there is the matter of her father. Her father... He was so rude and he doesn't treat her right. And I think it's because he's still harboring all these ill feelings toward her mother because she took off and she turned his legs into like sheep legs or something, lamb legs or something. And he's basically taking his anger out with her mom on her. And I didn't think that was fair either. Jezebel just did not have it. She didn't have it easy. So, so I like that she finally like stands up to him she finally stands up for herself with everyone and i like that about jezebel i like that she finally stood her ground and she's like no i'm not gonna let people do this to me anymore um and then you don't realize that as you're reading the story you don't realize that jezebel has a plan and this plan needs to work if she's going to get away from all these things that are troubling her um now the plan is revealed later on in the book which I liked because you don't know what's going to happen. But I'm glad that she came up with a way to where she can just step away from things and just worry about taking care of Jezebel. Now, like I said before, I only had an ideal about the book because I purchased the first edition of the book and this is the second edition. So this is the updated version, like I said at the beginning of The Secret Gift. And it's, uh, it's the first book in this new Queen Rises series, which is a spinoff series of the original series, The Stolen Kingdom. Um, because Jezebel is a character within that world, that, that series. She is a character within that series. It's easy to connect with her. In this particular book, it's easy to connect with her. Now, I can't say that I liked her that much in the other series, but we're talking about this series. <laughs> so Jezebel... I liked because you learn a lot about her backstory and I'm happy that Bethany decided to do this spinoff from her original series The Stolen Kingdom. In that series you meet a very different Jezebel, a very powerful Jezebel 
um, that's not quite that nice. But in this trilogy, we get to learn her backstory. So you learn why Jezebel is the way she is when we meet her in the Stolen Kingdom, which makes you connect to her even more, I believe. So I don't know if you read this series first, if it would affect the way you look at the Stolen Kingdom series. But since the Stolen Kingdom series was out first, I read all of those. And now I was excited to read. I'm excited to read this trilogy because it is going more in depth into Jezebel. Because the whole time I read the Stolen Kingdom series, I was wishing that I would get to learn more about Jezebel and why she is the way she is. So I'm glad that Bethany did is doing this particular trilogy because she's answering that question for us on why Jezebel is the way she is in that in that particular series so i'm excited about that um now also i didn't care for asher in this in this book and it's only because asher is a taker he's not a giver he's a taker and he doesn't think about others he only thinks about himself he doesn't think about how things are going to affect the other person he's just all about asher and when Asher wants something, Asher believes he should get what he wants. So that's the reason why I don't really care for his character. Now, the other characters, there is some supporting, some good supporting um, characters in this particular book. Um, but I mainly wanted to know Jezebel and her world, where she came from, how she interacted with people, why you know she starts turning to this totally different person and you get a, a small glimpse of that in this particular book so and also she's a shapeshifter she has shape-shifting power which is like fascinating to me I think it's like the coolest thing ever so but it's just exciting to learn a little bit more about her um, and then going into the next book which I think is called the secret shadow um, that's the second book in this particular trilogy. Um, I can't wait to read that and the third book. So we go a little bit more in depth. And then when we get to the third book in this particular trilogy, I think it's probably going to set us up for really knowing why things started off the way they did in the Stolen Kingdom, which I'm excited about. So and I might end up reading that series all over again after I get to the end of this series. But I mean, it's it's great to learn more about her. So, like I said, the second book, I believe, is called The Secret Shadow. I'm not sure when that's going to be available, but um, hopefully later on this year. But I'm excited either way to read it. Um, I think it might be up for pre-order now. But um, before we wrap up, I want to tell you a little bit about the Arthur. <clears throat> Bethany Atazata is best known for her young adult fantasy novels, The Stolen Kingdom series, which won the Best YA Arthur 2020 Minnesota Arthur Project Award. She's obsessed with stories, chocolate, and her puppy, Penny, who is a corgi. Using her degree in English with a creative writing emphasis, Bethany enjoys helping other writers through her YouTube, aka ArthurTube, writing channel and Patreon page. If you want to know more about Bethany and learn more about her other books, and vis visit her site at www.bethanyatazada, and that's A-T-A-Z-A-D-A-D-E-H.com. I'll say that again. <laughs> it's www.bethany, B-E-T-H-A-N-Y, Atazada is A-T-A-Z-A-D-E-H.com where you can find links to her social media, her books, and sign up for her newsletter or and or her Patreon page. 
And I want to thank you all for listening to this episode of The Secret Guarding, this discussion of The Secret the secret Gift by Bethany Atzizada. And remember, if you would like to suggest the indie book or Arthur to be featured, feel free to contact me at T-A-B's, Arthur Beasley at gmail.com. And if you would like to connect with the Reader's Book Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at a Reader's BC. I want to thank you again for tuning in to this episode, episode 88, The Secret Gift by Bethany Atzizada. Until next time, happy reading. Mm-hmm.